Well, hello there, loyal listeners and newcomers. We've got Mitzi and Picardo joining us in the small town Scuttlebutt studio for an hour of insights and laughs. She is an LGBT speaker, a Boston stand-up comic, and truly one of the most fascinating people I know. In fact, she was our guest in episode 39, where we focused mostly on her journey to becoming a transgender woman. And now we're talking about all these shifting norms and expectations and boundaries in our society today. We also have a blast talking about comedy, everything from Dave Chappelle's Netflix specials to things we're seeing here in the Boston comedy scene. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Royal Pizza. Serving the freshest pizza, subs, dinner platters, and salads at affordable prices. Find them on Main Street in Medfield, Massachusetts. And by Park Street Books, New England's largest children's book and toy store. Read, play, unplug. Small Town Scuttlebutt. Hey, Scuttlebutts, what's shaking? It's Rick hanging out in the basement once again. Hey, Mitzi, this is how we start the show. <laughs> I know. Let me ask you a hard-hitting question. Why do you misspell your first name? Two Zs and Mitzi, that's complicated for me because every time I email or text with you, you know, I misspell it like every time. Well, actually, the way you spell it is M-I-T. Z-I. Oh, it's Oh, my I? God. That's the no, one No, no, no. That's, that's the proper spelling. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So okay. I, could, I spell it completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, the extra Z is for zany. Zany. And, Zesty. Uh, yeah, I like zest, it. I like yeah, it. Zany. Okay. Um, yeah. So so it's deliberate and there's there's deliberate. reasons behind it. Okay. Yeah. I've always wondered. Did, but do you want to know why I have the name Mitzi? Yeah, sure. Did I, did I tell this? You told. This last yeah, time? You're, I think you're, I might have. Yeah, folks at home, yeah. uh, I forget which episode it was, but Mitzi's been on the show before, mm-hmm. and you were born Mark Anthony. Yeah, and now you're. You're not supposed to ask a trans person that. I didn't ask. I, I, I yeah, declared you, it. You declared it. Or, you yeah. know, are you not supposed to use? No, no, you can. Name? It's okay. just, it's just, yeah, it's a dead name to me. Yep. Um, it's totally different. You had mentioned um, how masculine it was and how ironic well, that is. Actually, I think it's so stupid because it means uh, men among us men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, Joke's on you, Mom and Dad. Yeah, I think they got that one wrong. And here you are. Right. Yeah. Okay, so how did you get the name Mitzi? Um, so when I was a kid, uh, one of my mom's friends, she was like an aunt to us, mm-hmm. um, but you know, relation-wise, she's just uh, somebody who lived down the street and had yeah. three children, and uh, my mom would always leave us with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was an Irish lady, and she used to have these books, and it was, like, uh, about this girl named Mitzi, and she would always say, don't tell me Mitzi, because Mitzi would always tell these long, exaggerated stories and mm-hmm. tales. Mm-hmm. So she would always say, don't tell me Mitzi, don't tell me Mitzi. And the first time I went out which I was actually the first time I went out dressed in public. I was undercover um, for a company I worked for. Long story how I got there. But somebody asked me my name and I had a name that I thought I would, I thought I'd use like Marilyn or, or something with an M just because my mom had always said she was going to name me Marilyn. Um, but somebody asked me and I said, Mitzi. 
Uh, Mitzi Moore. And did it know. just come out like that? Yeah, like it yeah. was meant Mitzi, to be? Mitzi Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it meant more stories. Mm-hmm. You know? So when I legally changed it, I kept it. Uh, I always tell my story, but it's a true story. Cool. It's not an exaggerated I love that. Nice. All right. Do you want to get into this interview? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Liz and I actually wrote down some questions. Scuttlebuds at home or in your car or out on your riding lawnmower or whatever the heck you're doing right now. We have Mitzi and Picardo in the studio with us, the Scuttlebutt studio in the northeast corner of my basement. And today we're just going to talk about life in general, but from the lens of someone who's transgender, um, not something I'm familiar with. But I talked to you on the phone. I'm just going to get this out right now. The reason why I want to talk with you is because in this town I live in, this small town of Medfield, I don't know any transgender people here. Do you, Liz? No, I no? don't. I'm not saying that they don't exist here. I'm just saying, how would you know? I mean, there is no lights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the whole town. It's like no lights. It's dark. It's yeah. I mean, how would you know? There's probably a, it could be a bunch of them somewhere. Yeah, yeah there could be. All right. Yeah. Well, I just feel like we talk about transgender issues quite a bit in this town. Right. Um, it's, it's a woke town, to use the term yeah. loosely. Uh but it's always like the woke white women. I call them the tri-dubs. It's, they're always talking about Black Lives Matter, but never is there a black life in the actual conversation. And then we talk about transgender issues, but there's never a transgender person. And I'm like, enough of this shit. I just want to like, because I have questions. I have, right. I have things I want to know. And I'd like to bounce ideas off of someone who actually walks in those heels, right? So let's get started. I will introduce you. Because I know that you want to talk about your involvement with the wor- the the nation's oldest, how do you say it? It's one of the older oldest LGBT speaking bureaus. There you go. Yeah, it's called Speak Out Boston, and they are a community of speakers working to create a world free of homo bi transphobia and other forms of prejudice by telling the truths of our li- of their lives. Uh, they engage audiences in honest dialogue and in keeping with their motto, ask us anything. Invite any questions that may challenge harmful stereotypes and misconceptions. I think that's pretty daring. Do people have the balls to step up? And uh, There's some pretty interesting questions, but uh, we don't. you don't have to answer them. Mm-hmm. And you could say this is not the right forum to answer that kind of a question. Right. Um, yeah, you could ask some doozies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, let's see. Today, your membership includes more than 100 speakers who represent a broad range of ages, backgrounds, experiences, and sexual and gender identities. You continue to diversify your membership further by reaching out to communities of color and other underrepresented voices. Every LGBTQIA person is an individual, so no two speakers will say quite the same things. And you celebrate the unique perspectives of all your varied speakers and work to present a cross-section of views, experiences, and identities in each of your community engagements. I have read a couple of articles where, and I think this was mainly celebrities, said that when they had babies, they didn't assign their babies like sex on their birth certificate because mm-hmm. they wanted to wait until their children grew up and, and decided for themselves what they were. But at the end of the day, like sex is biological, right? Like you, you are born with either a penis or a vagina and your chromosomes are what they are. 
which I think is different than gender, which is how you identify. So, or am I totally wrong so about you, that? No, your chromosomes can be different than okay. what your gender identity right, is. Right, right. Um, so you're bringing that mic a little closer to you. Yeah, just a little. Closer. Oh, it's yeah. phallic object. I'm surprised it's not <laughs> right in my mouth. You know? Yeah, you don't have to deep throat. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, <laughs> I lost your deep throat. Okay, I did. Yeah, uh, but as you're, you're a parent and a grandparent, yeah. so if you could go, if you could turn back the clock, would you not assign your children? A sex on their birth certificate and let them wait, given your personal experiences. If they came to me, like I came, went to my parents mm-hmm. at uh, four years old and said, God, I made a mistake. I'm supposed to be a girl. At and four? At four. Wow. And then I got punched in the face. Oh, By so, your mom? No, my dad. Wow. Yeah. And so they had a fight and then they got divorced. By the time I was like four and a half, five and... All my life, I thought it was because I said what I said. Your dad punched you in the face when you were four. Had nothing to do with it. Yeah, because I was crying and he wanted to give me something to cry about. Wow. Um, But that was mild compared to the stuff my mom did later in life. I mean, because she didn't want me anytime I would act in uh, feminine or mm -hmm. do anything feminine. I I was beat. I was uh, in not easy. I mean, my head into a wall to where the wall cracked and the door broke and jesus so, is she yeah. still alive today oh yeah it, has yeah. she come around to accepting you <laughs> um she says she does yep uh to my face uh but i you know have heard conversations that she's had behind my back and how she's referred to me so no she hasn't mm-hmm. truly um the funny thing is uh later in life she said the whole time i was pregnant i could have swear i had a girl Oh, yeah? Interesting. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Does she have a relationship with your kids and grandkids? Um, No. Okay. No, she... (laughs) (laughs) My my daughter did a um, um, paper about me in college. Actually, it was a video. It was um, a final um, project, and it was about um, uh, gender and um, sexuality. And how they're two different things. Mm-hmm. And she started off with a picture of my old self and a picture of uh, me as Mitzi and just started. This is my dad, actually. That's how she started. And it was like a picture right after I was out of the service. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a picture of me now. This is my dad, <laughs> you know, again. And, and then she went back and forth. And it was a series of pictures where she gave information about how gender is different than sexuality. And in one of the pictures, it was a picture of me when I was a kid. And it said, when my dad was younger, his mom abused him so he wouldn't act that way. It was something, it was mm-hmm. abuse, but it was, you know, well-written. And it was just a, a glimpse, because in the background, music's playing as you're watching these pictures and, and seeing the words and hearing the music in the background. And she didn't talk to either one of us for two years. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't wow. until my daughter's wedding that she finally, you know, showed up then and she was nice and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so. she's never once said I made a mistake or I was wrong in treating mm-hmm. you that way. And well, she said, uh, in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have, a, uh, I have. She she hates that. Like I'll even talk about it. Mm-hmm. She says, like, you know, you've forgiven me for that. I'm like, yeah, I, I forgave you for the way you handled it and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's still me. And right. she was upset that I had told my kids. I'm like, but I don't want history to repeat itself. So. 
when I first came to my daughter and told her, she said, oh, you know, that explains the clothes. But <laughs> we were really close. Like, we would talk a lot, like, every other day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, she was away at school. And I hadn't heard from her in, like, two weeks. And my ex said, well, why don't you go up and take her out to dinner and have a conversation with her? And I did. And I told her everything from the age of four that I went through. And, you know, that's why she did the paper, you mm-hmm. know, a year or two years later. And that was her way of accepting me. So, but it's like, how would I not tell my children? Right, right. <laughs> you know, sure, I forgave you, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Well, exactly. <laughs> and I think that's indicative of that generation, kind of. Like, you sweep things right. under the rug. You don't talk about things that, you know, aren't perfect. Right. And, and yeah. I can understand, you know, like, to her, what are my friends going to think? That, right. You know, if I have, you know... My boy is now a girl, you know, mm-hmm. what are they going to say about me? Right. <laughs> you know, it's not about you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hearing what you tell that story, it's it's interesting to think that your daughter still calls you dad. Both my daughter and my son call me dad, yeah. I'm their father. That's who I was. That's how I grew up. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that, that threw yeah. me for a loop because, yeah. you know, in this world, we're. we're no, we're, I, yeah, I have a lot of trans friends that they won't do that. They like. Oh, they want to be mom? I'll, I'll be a mom. Mm. It's like, no, you're not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, their mom's fantastic. I, I, you know, was not together, but I still love her. I adore mm-hmm. her. I think oh, she's a fantastic woman and she was the best mom that those kids could have had. And, mm-hmm. So you're not um, going to replace her? No. See, that's right. the mom. No intent to. Yeah. I'm their dad. That's, I was, you know, because. I didn't tell them until they were older. My daughter was in, actually, they were both in college. My son's uh, three years older than my daughter. So they knew me their whole, you know, yeah. beginning of their life as dad. And so. so the pronouns change, but the title, you're still the patriarch of the family. Well, you know, my kids, I'm Nana. So, oh, oh, right, because they yeah. have got, so, they've yeah, got kids I, of their own. They've yeah. only known me as, you know. Yep. But my daughter has told, you know, because they've asked questions. My oldest grandson, you know, you know, and he was like, I think six, seven. Mm-hmm. He's like, is, is Nana a boy or a girl? <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. And at that age, are they, they're just accepting, right? They're like, they take oh, yeah. the X and they're like, okay, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All kids are accepting. Yes. Uh, we yeah. talk at schools all the time. The kids are the most accepting of anything. They, you, you just tell them how you feel and then they empathize. They, you know, they're, and, and I see how they treat others it um you know students who are trans uh, just to see h- how the schools have changed mm-hmm. you know because i've been doing this for 12 years and they've changed so much they're just so much more accepting and you see these kids now that are in college graduating college and they accept everybody of all types of mm-hmm. people and that's that's it's good for the future of the the world and the country because for so long, we were so divided on, you know, race and color and uh, religion. And, you know, deep down, that's the reason why we, we do these talks. Mm-hmm. Is people just realize, you're the same as I am. Right, we're all yeah. people at the we're end of the day. Same. Just be a good person. We're all and the same. We want the same things. We care about the same things. Mm-hmm. Not always. <laughs> right. You know. So in the 12 years you've been doing this, how have you seen the types of questions that you got when you first started shift to the types of questions you get today? You would never get a, well, I I don't want to say you would never, but, uh, you know, in the beginning, there were people like, you're not a 
woman, look at you. You're, you're, you just have makeup on and boobs, you know, and you're playing dress up is basically what they were saying. And so, you know, it's like, well, I'm not trying to be a woman. I'm, I'm, I'm a transgender woman. I'm never claimed to be a woman. You have to go through a lot of shit as a kid to to claim that title. And, uh, you know, I went through different shit. Right. Right. (laughs) You're a woman. Like, is it like, can you say you're a woman with an asterisk? Like you're not a. Like, I'm a transgender woman. Yes. That's the way I say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I have hormones have changed the way I, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, I can't say that because I've always felt the, the way I felt. You know, you, you go through hormone therapy, you change. My skin's softer, and just is there really? Somebody th- oh yeah. Well, that's um, okay. So like, let's. Like, so. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, now I, I, yeah. all these questions are building yeah. up. And I got to spit them out right, before I forget them. I your mind going like a million miles an hour. First of all, you are a trans, you you sort of um, break up or compartmentalize woman. Like there's a biological woman, there's a transgender woman. Yeah. You wouldn't. Uh, that's the way I feel. There's a difference. Yes. Okay. There, there are transgender women who say, no, I'm a woman. You know, I've had the operations. I'm a woman. Well, well then this is, don't this is where society, you, yeah. in society, we are uh, still, I, I think, a little confused. Like maybe you guys aren't well, playing from the same. Confused? We're confused. <laughs> Everybody's confused. So it's don't like, worry. What the fuck's yeah. going on? Yeah, just, just don't worry. We'll tell you as it goes on. As we, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think it's the whole. I think like everything, it's evolving. It's right. it's changing. This is an era. This different. is still like relatively right. new conversation in the but, mainstream. Well, now I feel we like. have children. Oh, not children, because they're a young adults now that started transitioning Mm -hmm. at a very young age. Mm -hmm. Now, I think when they get older, if it's, you know, of a female or male persuasion, they can call themselves a woman because Mm -hmm. they're going through adolescence as a, as a girl, you know, something I, I went through Mm -hmm. two different. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to get, go back to the, um, the idea that you say I'm a transgender woman Liz is a biological woman. Yeah. Right? Is that how we... But there's... But, you know, there's a hundred speakers in this speakers bureau that you're part of. Maybe there would be another guest that would come in and say, no, I'm just a woman. And that's just... Right. There's no breaking that up into that's, categories. So our stories are our stories. It's how we feel. Um, we're not... We don't have, like, a, a byline. This is the right. way it's supposed to be. Okay. Um, so, Mitzi, let me ask you something. Is it offensive for me to say, uh, like, I agree with you, by the way. I, I do believe that, you know, you're a woman. I'll call you a woman. I'll, I'll use the pronouns mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But the two of you have differences. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So what if, and I feel like sometimes if I were to say that, because I don't know. You used to be a white guy. Remember when no I used one... to have white male privilege? Yes. Uh, I yep. traded in for this. What were you thinking? Uh, I traded it in for you know, inequality. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel like sometimes if I speak to that idea, uh, people look down their nose at me like you gotta you gotta get educated, man. And and that's that kind of bugs me. But now I guess I I just have to realize. The, the rule book or, or it's still being written almost, right? Like, are we going to settle in like five or 10 years when, th- when this is all figured out in society? Are we going to just accept that? Like, what's, what's the defining term for a woman? Like, is it broken up? There's a biological woman. There's a transgender woman. Or uh, is it a woman, a woman? 
Yeah, there'll still be arguments mm-hmm. on both sides. There always will be. Right. I mean, of everything. I mean, did, you know, the chicken come first or the egg? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess Nobody's ever figured that one out yet, as right? A biological, <laughs> yes. As a biological woman, I guess my argument would be that I've had life experiences that someone who is a right. transgender woman C- can, cannot. Can I have, have. a baby? I I can't deliver, you know, right. a baby. I can have a baby. I've, I have two, but I can't deliver a baby. Right. So mm-hmm. that that I think is right there. That's the difference. Yeah, right? and you know, and I look at certain things like the government's trying to strip away my reproductive rights. Like that's you know what I mean. Like that's as a transgender yeah. woman that doesn't well, necessarily me, affect I, you. Know what I, I mean? I know about rights yes. trying to be ripped yes. away. Yes, exactly. Know? Yes. I mean, they wanted to put us in camps right. and get rid of us, erase mm-hmm. us. You were talking about your skin is softer. <laughs> oh, like yes, like babies. Can we yeah. talk about the transition, the yeah. process? Uh, I th- like just getting like all of a sudden. You, I've complimented your rack it, last show. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> it has been. Listener, so these things are. You, <laughs> I'm <you> jealous. <laughs> it's, it's covered up now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I remember the first time that I it wiggled when I went down the stairs, and mm-hmm. I ran up the stairs and ran down them like ten times. Just like, <laughs> oh my god, they look at. I'm still waiting for that yeah. day, but you know. <laughs> and then nobody told me about the sensitivity of the nipples. It's that, like that changed. <gasps> that changed. Oh yeah, it's like really? all of a sudden, like the fabric of something, and yes. you're like, oh my god, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? No yeah. kidding, really. That's like so. Yeah, you go through a whole nother. Um, you know, like you did as a kid, yeah. But this is different totally sensations. Different. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is from the hormones. Yeah. And what is that? An injection or a pill form? Well, it depends on. Uh, there's different ways. Okay. Um, I started off with pills, and then I went uh, to the needle. Mm-hmm. Um, How quickly do you start noticing a difference, either emotionally really, or? It's it's different for every okay. everybody. Um, there are some people who make notice difference with like months some but I, I i think the average is about six months to see actually some different signs like your your skin get changes my face i mean changed a little bit um how so <laughs> it just did I like did lot. you get like, like more pronounced like feminine features like uh maybe more uh, no, I've always, had, I've always had great cheekbones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the smile. Yeah. That's what does it. Yeah, I'm going to show you a picture, and you're going to say, oh, okay, yeah, that is, that's different. <laughs> oh, no kidding. So sensitive nipples, softer skin, what else? Just, I don't know. So, I mean, you cry on it on just a uh, So you're more emotional. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, without a doubt. Really? <laughs> yeah, I cry. So you watch Bridges of yeah. Madison County, and you just <laughs> got to get the box of tissues. Uh, I'll, I will cry watching Shrek. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean. Oh, okay. If yeah. we're going to go around the table and yeah. admit what we cried to, have you ever seen uh, Inside Out? Is it Inside Out? No, the, you're thinking of Up, I think. No, the one where it's you're in the girl's head. Oh, yeah, Inside Out. Yes. yes. And she's growing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I lost my shit. I lost <laughs> my shit because I'm watching the movie with my daughter, and I'm like, no, not you. Yeah, everything I, makes me cry. I cry, I mean, I, literally yeah. everything. <laughs> Um, yeah, you seem like you're tough as nails, Liz. I can't. No, I am like. I do such, not see you crying since I since I had kids. I'm a big crier. Okay, Mitzi is showing right, me a let's photo. See it, Mitzi. Holy we, cow! Yeah, 
Yeah. My face has changed, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so what we just saw is Mitzi. It's my, one of my Navy pictures. Navy yeah. photo, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's a, you, that oh, headshot okay. with the Navy. American flag. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the Navy. Yeah. Yep. And a boxer and a football player. Yeah. All that stuff. That's amazing. So when you like look in the mirror or started looking in the mirror and like, you notice these physical differences, you get this feeling of like euphoria or like it's working. Uh, You're like, I'm feeling yeah, more myself. Yeah, the beginning was great. Yeah. Now, now I look in the mirror and I see not what I want to see. So, uh, that's yeah. part of being a woman. It Thanks. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the downside. It's so hard to put on makeup and not be able to look in the mirror. <laughs> it's, like, it's just a guessing game now. So you, you don't like the way you look now? Oh, no. No. Okay. I mean, I like the way I look now. Is this, I mean, I get yeah. glimpses of mm-hmm. the way I, I think I want to look, but then, I'm, you know, I, I haven't had any kind of female feminization surgeries on my face or anything like that. I, I don't know if it'll be different because I've seen people who've had it and mm-hmm. they look horrible well, would that after. T- would that oh, sort of like a face facial reconstruction type yeah, of thing? Yeah, well, they just, you know, they would uh, most like rhinoplasty. Oh, okay. If, if you notice uh, women's lips, uh, the space between the nose and the, and the lip is different. So mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll bring that up and bring your upper mm. lip up a little more. Mm-hmm. That makes it look um, weird. Yeah, I, and I have a nice smile now. Right. Why would I want to screw that up? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Maybe a little Botox or something. Yes, I, I would. I yeah. highly recommend Botox. Liz, Liz, Liz is a Botox. Yes. I am, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I need to get some some in the lips and some of the wrinkles gone. Okay, so we we for our website, uh, we did a photo shoot, and Liz had. Uh, commented that she had wished she'd gotten her Botox before the photos. It's overdue. Yeah. But you know what? That's what Photoshop is yeah. for. And I'm friends with the photographer, so I will make sure she takes care yeah. of me. <laughs> so wait, I, random question. Do you have to get mammograms now? Oh, yes. <gasps> oh, totally. Yeah. It was fascinating because oh, yeah. I had to yeah. go for my annual mammogram yeah. a couple weeks ago and I said to Rick, I'm like, I really want to ask Mitzi if she has to get oh, yeah. mammograms. Oh, yeah. So what's worse, getting punched in the face as a boxer or having your tits slam between two pieces of metal? <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> I think getting punched the f- oh, it is it really the fact that she has to yeah. pause people yeah. just yeah. tells you how it, fucking it, awful oh, a mammogram yeah, right, is. Right. So I, I have to tell you the last time, last two times, the the lady who has done it is mm-hmm. very small. She's a very small um, Irish woman. And wait, do you go to Beth is, Israel and Needham? Because this might be the same person that I went to. No, <laughs> no, okay. no. It, not, she it takes two hands to lift one of my boobs <laughs> and put it on there. And it, you know, my boob, you know, in comparison to her head, was pretty equal. That's <laughs> so hilarious. That's amazing. As big as your head. Yeah. <laughs> I um not last time, but the time before, like uh, two years ago, when I got it and. Okay, my whole life I was called dense. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, I have dense breast mm-hmm. tissue. <laughs> so they were right. I'm dense. I am dense. So, yeah. so I'm surprised that you get a mammogram. Yeah. So what why not? Are, what are they? Is that saline? Is what saline? Your your boobs. Your boobs. Your boobs. What are Wait, there's not implants? No, I have implants. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow, those hormones are really something. Can I, I want get some? some of those. Yeah. Okay, so what are they? Saline implants or uh, what are they they're making actually it's like a saline bead within a yeah. Okay. Yeah. So where where are you? Why why do you need uh, why do you need a mammogram? What are you what are you scanning? Just your regular breast you, tissue. Men can get. Um, I know. I've heard. Too. I've um, heard. But I, hor- I never the got hormones, the hormones that you take uh, gives you a higher chance. So that's why they always 
limit on what you can take for hormones. I mean, as well as taking stuff, you take stuff to block off your male hormones. Mm-hmm. You take spirolactin, so you get rid of all that aggression you had. It lowers that must your, be nice. I, I would mm, take yeah, some of that. Yeah, my blood pressure is like, what was it, 59 over like 78? <laughs> it's like really low. Yes, yeah, And nice I work balance. in the food yes. industry. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we do have a section here on the questions we asked, which we have not even referred no, to yet. But really this is just, it. but this is better. This is a natural conversation. <laughs> yes. We have a section called "Woman to Woman," and this was going to be all Liz. But uh, so I the ma- we've covered most. well the mammogram <laughs> yeah. part. But how about this one? If you really are a woman, how much do you love true crime? <laughs> True crime? What so is that? Rick and I did an episode a couple weeks ago, why women love true crime, like true crime documentaries and things about murder well, and whatnot. Because you want to know everything. So, yeah. So, yeah. This, so the second yeah. you became yeah. Mitzi, did you binge a bunch of Dateline episodes? Uh, I don't watch TV. Um, oh, yeah. don't get NPR on us. You no, I, I don't. I, well, I'm too busy no, doing it. Uh, when do books. I have time? Huh? When I, I work. I have comedy. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm always We haven't doing even talked about your I know. Comedy. I can't wait to get to that. Yeah. Perez Martial Arts is dedicated to changing the lives of people one person at a time through martial arts, education, and coaching, and they strive to provide a safe, comfortable, and welcoming atmosphere for all students and family members in the greater Medfield area. Students at Perez Martial Arts will not only learn the necessary skill sets to protect themselves, they stand behind their realistic and practical approach confident it will enable every member to achieve greatness and live their best life. Doesn't that sound good? The best way to learn more about them is to check them out yourself, and they have a great trial offer that is made just for that, which you can grab at PerezMartialArts.com. Larkin's Liquors is a third-generation family business owned by the Larkin family since 1935 making them the oldest continually operating business in Medfield. At Larkin's, you'll find an excellent selection of top quality wines, beers, and spirits, as well as an extensive collection of higher quality items such as single barrel bourbons and single malt scotches. Their commitment to personal service shows through their friendly and well-informed staff who are experts in craft brews and worldwide wines. Larkins is committed to meeting your special requests for organic and gluten-free alcoholic beverages, too. Check out their full selection at LarkinsLiquors.com. I have a time limit. I have to get up for work Oh, shoot. Tomorrow. Oh, now what you time? tell us. Now you tell us. What time do you have to go? Because no, I, yeah. I definitely want to get to the comedy. bed at a good time, you know. Okay. All right. Well, then let's just... to drive get... through this dark... Don't hit a deer on your way out. (laughs) Oh yeah, I saw a coyote the other day. Yeah, Yeah. there was. I saw a shadow. I I'm thinking it was a car though. (laughs) I don't think they had their lights. Yeah, no, we don't. Yeah, you need your headlights to get around in this town. All right, so let's talk about stand up. Mm -hmm. What are you working on now for for uh, material? What? Because I'm getting back into comedy. In fact, I went to. You should write it every every time something funny comes in your head. Yeah, but that um, comes and goes, right? Sometimes you're like, you have a, a streak of four or five days. Right. You can't write enough shit down. So you just re, you go back to some of your old stuff and look at it and rewrite it. And, you know, like, oh, I could do this better. Or I could put this with that. Yeah. I did um, t- 
two 43-minute sets. No way! Together. Yeah. 43. Yeah, it was, a, it was a show out in Worcester and um, during their pride and um, got up there and uh, they're like, can you go a little longer? They had me for like 20 minutes. I'm like, yeah, I'll do 30 if you want. They're wow. like, okay. Um, I said, do you want to give me a light? They go, no, no, no just keep talking. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, amazing. Yeah, you can be a first, headliner now. First time mm-hmm. was 42 something and then the second one was 44. So, yeah. Yeah. So. And then I came off and I'm like, I didn't tell this joke. I didn't tell that one. Yeah. How did it feel time wise? Did it? Did it uh, slow down or did it just over in a flash? You know, it, the people were laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just got kind of got into a rhythm. Yeah. Um, so, in a, you know, I've been doing um, um, hosting the, the Sunday Funday for like four or five years. At the Midway? No. No, at uh, Jacques, Jacques Cabaret. Cabaret. Yeah. Um, so it just, you know... I have a book of jokes. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, you just you just dip into some of your older stuff, and you just kind of go on a tangent. I went um, like between the first and the second show. I went outside, um, and I look around, and there's uh, my there's a uh, Tony's Pizza Two or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my cousin Tony's Pizza uh, was the one next door, and there was um, what was the other one? There was one across the street. My sister's crawfish. <laughs> My sister's crawfish too. Okay, that was the, that was the <laughs> other one. And then there was a, um, a tattoo parlor across the street, um, elegant tattoo parlor. And so when I went back in, and I'm like, uh, so you know, I was looking at the menu here, and this menu looks really good, but I wanted to check out my options. So I looked next door, and and there's. Uh, what's the place called? My, my cousin Tony and the, the audience because they're from mm-hmm. there. They're like, yeah, my cousin Tony. I'm like. I'm fucking Italian. You gotta give me a little more specific. You want my cousin Tony? I have like 27 cousin Tonys. Okay, I have some cousin Tonys. I'm not gonna eat anything they make. Okay, let's get more specific. And then, then you have my sister's crawfish too. What happened to one? <laughs> All right, there are some stories I want answered here, you know. I said, then you get elegant tattoo parlor, and I says, and I glance at the sign real quick, and I see tattooing, uh, you know, and I thought it said pickling. <laughs> I'm like, you could get a tattoo and get pickled at the same yeah. time. I'm yeah. like, that's right up my alley. I've been pickling my liver since I was eleven. <laughs> So you just, and then I just went into family stuff about, because I said my cousin Tony, I went to my cousin Vinny joke, which, you know. Mm -hmm. That's great. So are there crowds? Because I know Rick has said that he, his material works better in the suburbs than it does in the city. Are there certain crowds or areas that you do better in front of? Wherever you are, you have to kind of change. See, a lot of people come in, I think, to a lot of comedy and they're like, this is what I'm going to do. You have to be like, okay, that's not going to work with these people. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, going to uh, a town and they're, they're all white. Right. Um, mm-hmm. All white males, blue collar, you know, like that. I mean, are they going to like my jokes about me taking it in the bum? <laughs> 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 but it always, it doesn't matter where it does. It's like I told one joke and I'm like, this is not going to work here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in front of like 250 people too. Oh, wow. And um, Where was that? Where uh, do you get an audience that big? I've been in like 250, 300 a couple of times. Wow. Uh, this one was in Worcester. It was um, the drinking. What was it? What's it called? You have to drink. Yeah. And then you have to go up. Um, How much do you have to drink? You have to. Are you going up there shit-faced? 
No, well, you have to. It's like two drinks, but whatever okay. you, you end up blowing over what's the legal limit. And, and apparently, <laughs> I, I was three times over the legal nice. limit. And, and somebody said something like Jesus. I'm like, uh, I slept with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, his name was Jesus, but <laughs> he was born on Christmas Day. His parents had a sense of humor because they're. Names were uh, Mary and Joseph. That's his parents' name were Mary and Joseph. So they named him Jesus because oh he was born on Christmas Day. <laughs> Come on, we all know that's Jesus, all right? <laughs> I didn't know if he was the second coming. <laughs> I came twice, <laughs> and they they just laughed. Yeah, good. Well, Mitzi, those are the jokes that only you could tell, right? Like mm-hmm. no one's yeah. gonna steal your jokes. They're very original and unique, and uh, I feel like people are kind of know what they're in for once you go on the stage like you mm-hmm. have a presence and and the boobs are definitely out usually <laughs> well usually yeah this is yeah this is my non-alpha mm-hmm. yeah. i think you look good on stage you had a picture the other day uh all in black oh yeah, that yeah. Was, where that was, was that um club cafe yeah yeah that was nice nice yeah. photo okay so we can't talk about comedy and transgender issues without bringing up uh dave Chappelle's netflix uh series his contract with them I feel like when it comes to comedy, Bill Burr. Are you writing this down? This is a, this is um. It's a hot take. It's a hot, t- hot, hot take. <laughs> I think Bill Burr is the funniest comedian today, but I think that Dave Chappelle is the most important comedian of our time. Reaction? I you know I don't want to label anybody the funniest comedian. I think. Well, it's subjective. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I think he is definitely one of. I mean, I, they're both. Kings and are, yeah, you know, they're mm-hmm. who's your like Mount Rushmore of comedy? If you could pick like your four Good favorite, question. I, Dave Chappelle's up there, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Louis Black, I, yeah, you know, just I, he's one of the smartest comics out there. Um, just I, seeing him on stage, there, I, there was a um, a downspout or something, I think it's called, it's not quite a tornado, it's like the wind and the mm-hmm. but. He was playing the Hampton Coliseum, and I was there to see him. It was for my birthday, and it's like the lightning and the thunder going on outside, and all of a sudden the lights went off, and uh, uh, like lightning was outside, and like electricity went from the mic right to his lip. No way. Oh, my God. You could see it from the audience, <laughs> and he dropped the mic, and he's like, what the hell? <laughs> but he just picked up and didn't. Miss a beat. Wow. He just got like, it looked like it. He got electrocuted. He got shocked on stage. Like, he got zapped. But (laughs) he just kept going. And I was like, that is a professional. Yeah. 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 I saw him at Foxwoods. He is, he's very funny. Now, I, when I grew up in Boston as a mm-hmm. kid, when I was 18, I was a bouncer in a couple of bars uh, Tom Maloney owned, and one of them was played against Sam's, and they had a comedy cellar. And we had Stephen Wright, Bob Goway, uh, yeah, wow. Billy West, Steve Sweeney, wow. and just, just like endless amounts of con- mm-hmm. So to me, those guys, I don't think I would ever be at, at what their level is. That's just... Yeah, I don't know. They were you keep going. You just keep doing it. I feel like that's I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's like anything. You, you just if you practice and tone your craft, you're just going to get better, and better. It's like I'm a chef. It's the same yep. thing as if, if cooking food. Right. The more you cook it, then you, you can do it in your sleep. And the more right. you get on stage, the more you yeah. write. Exactly. Yeah. The more mm-hmm. comfortable you get. My wife can cook now. I'm so excited. Yeah. I know because she never cooked. And and now, she never cooked. She yeah. made me do it. 
And then I loved cooking, and then it started feeling like a chore. So I started like, what do you call that? Uh, something incompetence. Oh, weaponized incompetence. Yeah, I started doing that. You know, like you just sort of like. I feel like you'd be so much better at it than me. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, she took it over. She for yeah. Christmas she wanted like five cookbooks. I'm like, you got it. I'll well, give you for, six. For her retirement, the ladies and I got her a cooking class. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yes, thank you. So, so wait, can we go back to the closer for a second? Yes, because I yes. just yeah. want to circle back because. That special had a lot of jokes that involved trans transgender community. I, 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 and I thought they were funny jokes. So did I. I, I do. I, so, but, what, so what's the what's the deal? All these yeah. woke white women are like well, all pissed you know, off. Well, some people just don't have a sense of humor. I mean, I yeah. I got booted off a transgender convention here, the first, called first event. I brought the idea of them to do comedy. At the event, mm-hmm. uh, and they first show they wanted to do it like in the middle of the uh, fashion show, and they asked if I would go up and do 10, 15 minutes, and I'm like, yeah. Then they're like, okay, oh, you have to send this tape to the or let this girl Michelle know your material, mm-hmm. and I oh, that's I, a bad I, sign. Yep. Yeah, so I, I I sent her a clip, and and, and the, one of the jokes was. Um, I don't understand the dating. You know, you guys with your dating apps and stuff. I mean, really? You need an app to date? I can go to the corner and get a date. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, they're going to give me a couple hundred bucks. They're going to drop me off an hour later. It's like a win-win situation. <laughs> and she goes, that's very derogatory towards all transgender women. Is it? I, and I'm I, like, I that's the way society looks at us. That's a joke about right. the way people think mm. all trans women are prostitutes. We're not. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, there's a few of us special ones like me that make money, but the rest of you guys have to be <laughs> <laughs> And, like, self-deprecation is yes. funny, right? And that's what I was trying to tell her. Yeah. Was, was that's it, what comedy is, is yes, self-deprecation. Yes. Was this person yeah. transgender themselves? Yes. And, and she, and she yeah. was... So, and, see, this is the thing. Like, and then even I was your... replaced with a cis white comic. Stop. Oh, get the fuck out. So, so they took an opportunity away yeah. from yeah. someone within their own community yep. that you could argue was marginalized yep. and gave it to someone yeah. else. Interesting. Well, this is why everyone's so confused. Because you guys, you guys, whatever, can't even... Like, oh, it's not just it's you not, guys can't it's even figure it out. It's the whole LGBT. I mean, there's in the whole gay community, um, there's such a rift between like there. Oh, this is drama. Tell us. <laughs> yeah. Do the, do the yeah. L's and the G's like get, get into fights? Or? Well, at times, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, well, they're, they're interested in two different things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's really not a. In the, in the old days when it wasn't accepted, yep. there would be lesbians in, in a bar and in gays. Uh, men in the bar and then if the cops came they mangled <laughs> oh my god yeah, that's, that's how for years they had gotten away so, with it that's what a lot of these clubs did and mm-hmm. um but th- you don't see that anymore it's like there's like oh this club and but just even like amongst the gay men you have the beers and then you have right. the fairies and this mm-hmm. this group doesn't like that group because that one's oh he acts like a pansy and you know it's like <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's really happy. He's gay. Yeah. So I was up at a uh, gay bar up in, I think it's Revere. Or Lynn. No, it was in Lynn. Do you know the, yeah, the gay bar? City of Sin. Yeah. You know <laughs> so I was at this place. They don't have one anymore. They don't? Yeah. Well, do, do you know the ago? name of it? Uh, like 12 years ago? Uh, 13 years ago? It was either 47th Central, no. Fran's Place. Fran's Place! <laughs> Friends. So, yes, and, and Rick, what were you doing at the gay bar? My brother-in-law's family used to own it. 
So there was a a, a drag contest that night, uh-huh. and my brother-in-law wanted to go check on things, and so we a bunch of us went, and. In the in the bar dance area, you know the big room. It was all of these. Uh, well, we call them drag queens. Is that okay? Like, do we? Well, a lot of them probably are because okay. this is transgender is just an umbrella, and under yeah. that umbrella, are a lot of different. Okay. You know, and, okay. And there are drag queens. There yeah. are you know. Yeah. Non-binary. Yeah. The funny thing at France is there's a room with like two swinging doors, like a saloon, and yeah. in that room there's. Foosball tables and, and pool tables, pool tables yeah. and a ping pong table and darts. And it was just like oh, yeah. all of us oh, yeah. just. Yeah. And I was like, I want to go hang out with these that's, short-haired, boot-wearing <laughs> that's ladies. Where, that's always where you find me. Yeah. Because I play pool. I so you go in pool. there. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so a funny. pool player. Yeah. It looked like the whole, the gender yeah. roles were like totally reversed. Oh, yeah. 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 It was yeah. hilarious. Like yeah. karaoke over here, a bunch of. Yeah, I guess transgender. Uh, well, maybe they're not transgender, right? Some yeah, people just like to do. Some well, people just I, like to dress up. Yeah. Uh, okay. The definition of a drag queen normally is a uh, gay male who uh, dresses up as a woman as a form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, I, I have many friends who are trans. I'm uh, not trans. Well, some of them that are drag queens are trans, mm-hmm. now. but not all. Uh, no. So okay. someone would go to their yeah. day job wearing a suit and tie. Uh, oh, yeah. They they go to their regular job. They they come in. They they bring their foam boobies with them. They put those <laughs> on. And, uh, they, they put on their outfit and yeah. they put on their makeup and they're more feminine than any of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. So if I could do their makeup like they can. Oh, oh I know. They always look they're fabulous. Amazing. Really? Yeah. It's an art. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's like yeah. artistry. It is. They do. So I have a question about your comedy, is there any subject for you that's off limits that you say, like, I just, I, that's a line I'm not going to cross. I haven't come to it yet. No, you don't seem like yeah. you say you have soft skin, but you were thick skinned about Oh yeah, these kind of yeah. things. Yeah. I like, I, one, um, you know, you know me, I'm the T on the T. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, um, getting off the, the train one day and this, um, lady is getting off where in the orange line forest hills. And as I'm, the train door is open, I'm like right in front and she they gets up off of her seat and kind of pushes me out of the way to run to the escalator. Mm-hmm. Like and she's then, afraid of you or? No, like <laughs> she wanted to get on the escalator first. Oh. Like I figured maybe she was late for a bus and mm-hmm. you know, you yeah, see yeah, that yeah. and they run up the escalator and they're gone. Mm-hmm. She ran to the escalator to ride the escalator <laughs> up. <laughs> so just... Me being me, I said, I, I guess we're in a rush to get nowhere fast. Yeah. <laughs> and she turned around. She goes, you're not a real woman. You're never going to oh be a God. real woman. I don't care how big your tits are. And I says, you know, you're a black woman in Forest Hills. I don't care how angry you get. You're never going to be a white Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine what would possess someone to say something so they're, hateful they're having and such a horrible day yeah it's and it just, just you just you just pushed them the wrong way I'm the same way driving <laughs> 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 uh, let's talk about some transgender rights there's a transgender swimmer Leah Thomas who was ranked 554th in the 200 freestyle when she competed as a man. And now she is one of the top-ranked swimmers in women's competition at the collegiate level. Is that viewed as taking away from other women? I believe so. You do? As a transgender woman, yeah. Um, so there's, there's a fine line here. 
Um, uh, she did not transgender till she was older, uh, till she had already developed uh, muscles that, uh, you know, unless a woman started taking male hormones, um, that they would develop, uh, which they can. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would also bar them, you know, right. from swimming because um, I, I think your your whole body buildup, it, it depends. Because if we're talking about kids or people who were uh, on blockers at a very young age, you know, when they started developing, uh, they'll put them on blockers till they're able to make that decision on which way they actually want to go. And then they start their hormone therapy. Now, they don't get that muscle mass, that the body frame. They're, for all intents and purposes, other than the fact that they can't have a baby, they're women or all you know they're men i know two collegiate swimmers who um are female to male and they're on the men's team <laughs> and they don't have the same luxury of um they're it, they're probably tough. at a major yeah. disadvantage, disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were one of the top females now they're average male so no it's you know mm-hmm. it's like there was a there was a whole thing about on the field hockey and you saw these two trans boys mm-hmm. that were twice the size of anybody on that field mm-hmm. and no that's that's you know as a sports person as somebody who's always played sports no i mean i i don't think that that's right um but again uh, there's just my opinion there's yeah. plenty no i read gonna, an, an article about this yeah. specific issue that was written by a trans woman that said the exact same things yeah. that you're saying and you know she said right. you know there's this, a there's a difference so mm-hmm. i i i think Going forward, depending on, you know, when they developed, I think that's the, the, the key factor it, when you started going on the hormones and started uh, all that it makes all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, look at my body frame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, then here's the follow up. Some people consider it child abuse for parents who block access to hormone replacement therapy. What is your opinion on this? That block access? Mm hmm. It's a lot better than the uh, shock therapy that they sent me to. <laughs> did you really have shock therapy? Electrical shock therapy, wow. yeah. And yeah. did that have any permanent effects on you? I like, I like licking nine volt batteries <laughs> now. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Look how curly my hair is. Right. I don't know. <laughs> well, you were saying yeah. earlier that uh, you knew this at four years old. I, I wouldn't suspect yeah. that because I don't yeah. think a kid has a sense of self at that age. But, I mean, by the time I, you know, was 10 or 11, I knew that I couldn't let anybody know that ever in my life, that I had to hide it. Mm-hmm. Hence why I played every sport there was. Sure. Right. Overcompensating. Over, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. Okay. How about this one? And I, Liz, do you mind me asking? The, I, I uh, certainly don't. Uh, I'll give the scuttlebuds the I'll credit where credit is due. Liz wrote these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Public schools are well, not... Well, they're smart questions. We already knew that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Missy. <laughs> Public schools are not required to disclose to parents if their child asks to be identified by a different name or gender. As a parent and grandparent, what is your perspective? I I think they're in the right. You do? Yeah. I mean, if I had had a safety zone as a kid, that mm. would have meant the world to me. Mm. I, I School was in a safety zone. If anything, it was even more horrifying when I grew up. Yeah. Um, but for a lot of kids, that's the one place they can feel safe. Um, 
there are parents that are, you know, just look at mine. There are some right. parents who just aren't on board with that. So you're you're probably saving a child by doing that. That's an interesting perspective. Which, yeah, just, which yeah. makes me really sad because yeah. as a parent, I think I'm open-minded. And if my child was struggling in that way, like I absolutely want to know so I can do everything in my power to support them. Right. And to not have that really critical piece of information, then I'm... I'm at a disadvantage because I can't be the best parent I can to my child. Well, if your child's going to your teacher and saying that and not going to you, then yeah, you've already already failed. Yeah, that's a great point. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And that's one thing my kids used to say before I came out to them was, you guys are awesome. We could be anybody we want and we feel that we could come to either one of you. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's well, incredible. No, okay. I got something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one's mine. What's up with all these pronouns and the <laughs> emphasis on them? I'm getting a little, well, I won't, I won't skew the uh, question. What's up with all the pronouns? What do you mean? How many uh, do well, we need? Oh, yeah. no, no. Here's so, this is, I, you know, pronouns, it, it should just be something on the bottom of your letter. Um, you think so? Yeah, yeah. Just to make people on. Okay, but this doesn't identify. Doesn't Dave but, give uh, it away? Like Dave. Dave's a guy. Hey, my no, name's Dave no, Jones. because some some people, you know, their name's Dave. They haven't changed their name, but they don't identify. They identify as non-binary, so they don't want to be known as a he. Um, I get referred all the time. Look at the way I present. I present as a female, mm-hmm. um, and normally my boobs are out. Mm-hmm. And I get called he all the time. I used it's, to do that with it's, you. It's at my the... voice. You know, my voice, mm-hmm. it's, you hear that. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, he's a cool dude. No, she, she's a cool dude. <laughs> okay, well, I'll say this. When we used to do open mics at uh, the Middle East in Cambridge, yeah. uh, at the end of the night, I would always say to you, all right, see you later, man. All right. And yeah, you, but th- that's like you saying that as a, a group. Hey, you, later, dude. Something like that. I don't know. Man, what, man's a little know? more masculine. Like, yeah. guy, hey, guys, you can say that to anyone. But uh, I'd be like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I got I, the pronouns wrong with you. Yeah, but you never yeah. cared. Like, well, I didn't take it as that. If if I I feel that you're doing it wrong, I, I will say something. Yeah. I work with somebody, and uh, they say he over and over and over. I'm like, if you can't, if you don't feel comfortable saying she or her, yeah. say Mitzi. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. my name. Use I, my name. As someone who, yeah. who screws up pronouns in these yeah, situations. Yeah, use their name. I've, yeah, I just feel like yeah. it, it's going to take a couple reps right. to to get the brain. Re- it's muscle memory almost, I feel like. Mm-hmm. As a, it is. As a heterosexual yeah. guy who's who screwed up the pronouns before, totally unintentional. Well, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't do that. They, them, there. That's just not proper English. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, I hear it's you. pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I can get behind. It's actually, right there. They the, them. Like, yeah. Uh, what I what I I don't I guess I'm having a hard time understanding is like the eleven other possible pronouns that like Z or Zay. I don't know what those mean yeah, and where to apply those. Well, and, you know, uh, we're old. So yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> and it's hard to keep up. But you imagine is. how the people older than us feel. Oh. You know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. well, in in the closer. There's a there's a part where Dave Chappelle says, "Hey, do you whatever?" Uh, but how much do I have to participate in this? And I think, along the lines as the heterosexual who's outside looking in at this stuff too, when we talk about the pronouns, I feel like tell me what you think. Like I'm not trying to profess anything, but I, I want you to give me the feedback on my ideology here. If I write an email, my name's Rick Fink. I feel like that's a masculine name. I present myself as a man. 
I don't feel the need to clarify. And so I don't. So don't. I don't. Hey, and, but if someone That's your prerogative. Yeah, but I feel like there's there's this push like you should you should put your pronouns at the end of the thing. Uh, you know, solidarity or whatever. And I'm just like, how about if you personally feel like you need to clarify your pronouns, then by all means do it. And if you don't, don't bother. That's how I feel. Yeah, you you can't make lead somebody to the water, make them drink. You mm-hmm. just you have to do you, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants uh, we all should do this. No, you should do if that's if you feel you should do it, then, then by all means do it. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. if I you're feel- jumping off a bridge, hey, good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. I just feel like this. This woke ideology is everyone's got to be on board. If you're not putting your pronouns at the end of your emails, what, what, what's the order? Are you a transphobic? I mean, that's an extreme viewpoint, but I'm starting mm-hmm. to feel that way when you speak openly. And a lot of times when I'm talking about stuff on this issue, it's it's because, you know, I'm kind of curious. I'm, I'm interested. Well, right. A, a lot of times, especially in businesses, they go around the room and introduce yourself and they want that as part of the thing. Okay. You so, know. yeah. Uh, Kamala Harris did that a little while ago, and she was ridiculed for it. She's like, I'm wearing a blue blouse and blah, blah, blah. My, my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And that was wildly... Uh, Why? Why would you... Yeah, that was... Yeah. Now, so I would criticize... I, I would, they want to criticize anything she does. You know. What's that? They, they like to criticize just about anything she does. Yeah, so. well, or doesn't do, but personally, yeah. I feel like... Yeah, Kamala, we get it. You're a woman. Like, you present as a woman. Your your name is feminine, and you've never, like, so I just feel like it's one of those uh, pa- uh, pandering. Can I, I think it's pandering. Uh, you no, know, I, you don't, I think though. they're just, I think they're just open to, it's, it's a whole society thing where that pronouns are part of who we are, and. Yeah, but, but you know you don't have to get hung up on it. I do though. I do Why? because okay. How about I was in that conference room, right? There's ten of us, and the CEO says, "My name's Bill Jones. He, him, his," and we go around the table. I don't want to. I'll be like, "Hey, I'm Rick." He, him, his, and like I would go along with it. But, but I just but feel like it's also silly, like. But it, it just it gives that chance for people who don't want to be put into one of those two categories too to mm-hmm. say that it's they them there mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so i i think it's more that than just you know because you could tell that i'm going with the she her hers you know right um, even the name mitzi ann <laughs> oh this is a good one and then we'll wrap up with this one okay because <laughs> it's kind of off a little bit self-identifying by gender is one thing but what are your thoughts about furries <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, furries need love, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's like my one of my um, friends uh, at, at one of the bars we go to, it's a primarily a uh, 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 bear bar, gay mm-hmm. men's bar. Mm-hmm. And there are, what do they call them? They're not furries. Oh, they're puppies or something. And they're gamers who wear, like, these puppy dog masks. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, really? Yeah, and they're just... Gamers. They're just these young kids, and, and he can't get his head around it. He goes, they're just really weird, man. They're really <laughs> weird. They sit there with those dog masks. They're like, I'm like, they're probably so inverted that that's why they're playing the games, and they don't want to take off their masks because they're 
They don't want. They're you hiding to see them. them. They're literally yeah. hiding themselves. They, they feel cool. They can hide behind mm-hmm. that. That's their protection. That's their shield. Why mm-hmm. would you? I, I think that's the same with like a furry. But you do you know? feel like uh, there's obviously something deeper at play there that like there's you're struggling with something. If you're so uncomfortable, you don't want to remove a mask oh, or yeah. you have to dress up like an animal. Yeah. Like what? Why don't you love yourself enough just to be you? You know, because of society. Yeah. The way people treat everybody, um, you know, so hey, I'm going to hide in this little squirrel outfit. <laughs> but, you know, I guess some of it's, you know, sexual too, which I don't understand, but, you know, I don't understand a lot of things. Yeah, right, right. I, so this, this is the kind of thing that's happening yeah. so fast. It's like I'm still trying to grasp one thing, and now you guys are throwing the friggin' Disney-fied, like... Well, why are you, th- why are you saying I'm throwing? I, I've <laughs> never dressed in any kind of fur outfit. I don't even like fur coats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I did do a, a little bit of research on it, Just and when I say research, uh, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> but Let's research. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Google. Uh, yeah, Google, right. Uh, oftentimes, furries are from the... Um, they identify as queer, and they are gamers, a lot of them, not all exclusively, mm-hmm. but that was another thing. The other thing is uh, extremely introverted personalities, but when they put on the costume, they flip. They're totally extroverted now. And, right. And, um, well, like Comic-Con. I mean, come on. Right. Oh, okay, sure. Right. Yeah. My, my son is a Comic-Con. So, what does he dress up as? Oh, he has some, like, Batman is one of his. And, like, he started, I think, when he was, like, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. And his outfit was like, dude, good for you. <laughs> yeah, like, it was yeah. legit. Yeah, it was, like, legit. And Did even, he make it himself? Even the one, like, parts of it or, you know, order little pieces and sure. puts it puts together a whole. Mm-hmm. And he the stuff he puts together now, it's... Unbelievable! Yeah, I uh, I did uh, Wonder Woman costume for Halloween a couple of years ago, and he sent me like the shield things. <laughs> he oh, made, for the arms. He thing. made them out of foam and stuff. Wow. Yeah, I was like, dude, you got some talent there. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. All it's, right. Because like Mario Brothers is another one of his characters. That's cool. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, Mitzi, I'll, yeah. I'll, we'll do you the honors. Uh, why don't you close the show up for us? Plug your um, plug your speakers bureau and uh, tell I, us anything I do. you want to leave us with. So we. You know, speakupboston.com, okay. our speaker training is on November 5th and at who, the Dana-Farber. It's a Boston Speaker. So uh, if you want to, um, if you're interested in becoming a speaker, and we're looking for all types of speakers, um, anybody in the LGBTA. I, so we love allies to come and speak. Uh, we go into different uh, businesses. We go into schools. We go into libraries. Um, anybody who wants to know about the LGBT community, we go in, we tell them our story. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a story about being an ally and how you support us, we want you there. So I could be um, a speaker on of this. Of course you can. Uh, do you support us? Yes, of course. You're know. in my house. Of course. Yes. I've had I went Mitzi, to France. I, I've had one of you guys in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, uh, that's, that's accepting. Right there. Yeah. You went to France. So it's so funny you say you went to France. Do you know how many straight people go to these bars? They're entertainment. Yeah, they are. That's the whole bad. thing. Um, you go to Jacques Cabaret any Friday, Saturday, and there are a lot of cis people, most of them bachelorette parties and, mm-hmm. and such, but... Uh, it's a, it's a, I don't want to brag, fun. but I've been to like four gay bars in San Francisco. Uh, you're a wild man. <laughs> I am. But here's the thing: these guys are are they? I've been in four they're aggressive. Gay bars in San Francisco. They're aggressive. As well. Aren't they aggressive? <laughs> well, I think 
Or maybe is that just men? Is yeah, men. That's yeah, just oh, yeah. men. That's yes. men. Oh, yeah. 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 My, yeah. My, my cousin's yeah. gay. We, he, he what eats. do you think us women have been complaining about for years? Oh, yeah. <laughs> years. This guy was, he was not, he had me in his crosshairs. He was coming after oh, yeah. me. He would not <laughs> yeah. leave me alone. Yeah. My gay and, cousin. And if you tell him you're straight, oh, that's just, that's your game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it got, uh, yes, it ratcheted up. It's like blood in the water. Yeah, it is. I yeah. smell a straight man. That's right. So, yeah, my gay cousin Jim's friend, Bjorn, who's wicked cool he actually had to intervene and i thought there was gonna be a fight i'm like oh they're fighting over me <laughs> so the opposite <laughs> goes the women do this the opposite goes for uh, uh, women if you want to score with a woman and she wants nothing to do with you mm-hmm. just tell her you're gay <laughs> oh yeah but then she'll want to be your best friend right? yeah, best friends yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. So are we all done with this interview? You got to go home. You said you would need to go get your beauty sleep. I do. I have to. Yeah. Well, look at me. I do. I need some beauty. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mitzi. As much as I need. Yeah. Mitzi, thanks a lot for coming in. This was a lot of fun. Did you enjoy yourself? I always have fun here. Yeah, good. Okay. Well, you're always invited back. I miss you out on the comedy scene. You've got to come out there. I am coming back out. In fact, come to my show on a Sunday night. I was going to because I I got it. We could plug that. Can we plug that? Yes, Yes, absolutely. Actually, we got written up in the Boston Globe um, as one of the best open mics. Um, Boston Globe did an article about the best open mics in Boston. Mm -hmm. They did uh, two music. Uh, two comedy and a couple of poetry slams and Jacques Cabaret and the Sunday Fun Day um, open mic was nominated as one. Nice. That's so, awesome. And what they t- mentioned me by name, Mitzi Ann. Nice. What, t- what time does that start? Uh, it starts 7 p.m. That's a good time. Yeah. That's and every time. Sunday? Every Sunday. Awesome. How late does yep. it go till? It depends on how many comics I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're a comic, you want to get there early. I put the list out at least an hour before. I... On an average, I have 10 to 15 comics oh, waiting wow. to get on that list. Okay, so how late does, so, it, um, does it go? I thought it was going to be a slow one, and it ended up going until 10.30. Okay, and, so, and if I go, how many minutes am I going to get? Five minutes. You get five, five minutes. Five minutes? So if I That's will, good. That's good, by the yeah. way. Five minutes is nice. Yeah, if you... Um, I do a, a birthday thing. Mm-hmm. If it's your birthday week, if you're in that birthday, you just show it to me. You can get up either earlier or I'll give you seven minutes. Oh, no shit. Um, uh-huh. If we're having a light night and there's only like 10, 15 comics, I'll let them, I'll say, okay, you have like five minutes. Yeah. Time yourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you guys know what five minutes is and some of them will go six, some of them will go seven. Yeah, but you're some. not you're not totally critical about that. No. no I, my whole idea behind comedy is have fun. Mm-hmm. This is what, you know, make people laugh. Yeah. Enjoy yourself first. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be a pressure thing. Um, I hate, uh, well, I shouldn't say that, hate. That's a horrible word. But, like, some mics you go to, you put your name in a hat, and, you know, you Oh, I there. hate the lottery yeah. style. Oh, that You get there early, and, to, yeah. Yeah, and then you sit there for two and a half hours while all their friends get up. That's uh, like at the Midway. Just, yeah. I like the midway. Yeah, I know you like the midway. I, I went know. one time. Yeah. It was one in the morning. I'm like, fuck this. And I could have been the well, next. Well, it's because if so, midway, they take care of their regulars. Yeah, they do. yeah uh, favoritism. You know. So, like, me. It, it, there is, yes. Yeah, yeah, I figured that out. I was yeah. like, how come I'm not, like, come on, I've been here for four hours. Um, all right, well, I am coming back. I got a show in Faneuil Hall in uh, November 8th. So cool. I do need to work some stuff out. Yeah, so you I, do. I will come out to yeah. the mid- what, I mean, what show to are you doing? It's the uh, it's the the, um, the asylum the uh, yeah. improv asylum. How do you how do you get on the show and not doing comedy? Well, I'm, ba- like, I'm getting back into it. Yeah. Oh, See, I, back, I left. Say. Well, when that's white male privilege right there. 
white male privilege. I decided I'm coming back, so give me a spot. I do declare. I know some jokes now. There's like every week I have these great female comics, great trans comics. What show are we on? What's that? What shows are we on? We're not Daniel Hall this weekend. No, no. Or next. We'll create your own show. I do. That's, I do Sunday fun day. Jokes. There you go. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Actually, I got to start doing um, some shows this winter because uh, the room downstairs is open. I did that for a couple of years. Nice. But, so. Good. I'll All keep right. You informed. Well, I can't wait to share the stage with you again. Yes. Okay. All right. For Mitzi and Picardo and Liz Daly, I'm Rick Fink. You're listening to the Small Town Scuttlebutt. We're on every Tuesday. We come out with a new episode on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else cool podcasts are found. So uh, if you want to, if you liked what you heard, give us a like or a share or a, a good review on the Apple Podcast. That'd be appreciated. And uh, I promise you we're coming out with a website soon. Like the thing we have now is just like a placeholder. This is an ongoing thing, Mitzi. We, we've been talking about this website for like five months, but it's really coming. It's like before Christmas. I can guarantee it. Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you later. We here at Small Town Scuttlebutt love that you listen to us every week. If you like what you hear, go support the businesses that help support us, like APC Pest Control, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, Park Street Books, Smear Campaign, and Mike Page Studios.